Hey everybody, it is your girl Lise Winnie here back again, just like I said that I would be. And my name is Lise and I'm a millennial, so we gotta get this party started, right? We gotta get this party started quickly, alright? So, before I go on to the top trending topics of the week, I gotta let you guys know a couple of things. So one, brunching with Edig and Lise is now going to be titled brunching so just brunching no e digger no lease and the reason why is because we have a host of amazing people ashley and terry that are on the show and even our co-guest hosts that come on are just so amazing that we don't want to limit anybody so we're just brunching so if you come on you are just going to brunch with us and as you know, it comes on at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can watch it on YouTube um, on Brunching with e- Brunching with E Digger and Lee's page. It's still Brunching with E Digger and Lee's on YouTube. Or you can also watch it on Facebook on Millennials Anonymous Podcast. And if you like and subscribe to the page, you will get notifications. As I know some people are saying, I'm on Trump City Direct TV and I'm not getting my notification. Well, do like and subscribe to both, but I guarantee you, you will definitely get the notifications if you go to Millennials Anonymous podcast with an S on the end Facebook page. You will be able to see it. And we are now an audio version. So go to Google uh, Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Spotify, and Radio Public. We are on those platforms. We're working on getting on more, but right now those are the only ones that we're on at the moment. But like I said, slowly but surely, slowly but surely, brunching will be getting out there and you can brunch at all times. And it is a live show, so we need you to be a part of it. You can ask questions. You can make comments. We want you to be involved and a part of it and all those good things. So we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. You know, we're going to be talking about can blended families truly work. We're going to be talking about if your ex invites you to their wedding, are you coming? And we're going to talk about the whole Byron Allen and Comcast situation. And of course, love that chicken for Popeyes. So we're going to talk about all of that. So stay tuned and watch on Friday so you can see me and Millennials Anonymous. Like I told y'all, we got some fire, some hot fire coming for y'all this upcoming next year upcoming next year that didn't sound right in 2020 let's just say that in 2020 we got some hot fire spit some hot fire dylon dylon i missed that show dave Chappelle. you gotta bring that back but anyway we got a lot to talk about today so what are we gonna talk about today on millennials anonymous podcast Kanye. We're going to talk about Kanye a little bit. We're going to talk about him. And we're going to talk about Popeyes. And we're going to talk about a comment that April Jones made. And K. Michelle kind of slammed her and then deleted the tweet. So we're going to talk about her use or comments about using the term exotic women. So we're going to talk about that today. But before we can get on to that, I got to let you know what's going on in the week. Y'all know y'all want to know because I be giving y'all all the goods. You know it. So let me go run down this for you. Top trending topic of the week. Let's get it. So Kentucky has a brand spanking new governor. You got that brand new smell and everything. Their attorney general, Andy Bashir, actually beat out the Republican governor, Matt Bevin, 
in Donald Trump. President Donald Trump was actually there on Monday at a rally in Kentucky trying to get Matt Bevin re-elected. I guess that didn't work at all. Gordon Sondland is changing his testimony. Who, and if you don't know who you like, who is Gordon Sondland? Or Gordon Sondland is the, or was the ambassador to the EU who was appointed by President Donald Trump himself after he donated a million dollars to Donald Trump's campaign in 2016. So he actually is going to be changing his testimony. He was in the impeachment inquiry behind closed door. At first he said, nah, it ain't nothing happened, ain't nothing. And then now he's saying, okay, well, I guess it was a little quitting, a little proing, and a little quoing after I heard everybody else. And it sounded like I didn't want to get in trouble for perjury and nothing like that. So I'm just saying. So he changed his mind. And then Microsoft is actually going to be doing or trying out a four-day work week. They're actually a part of a couple of other larger organizations that are trying this to see how it works out for their employees. Apparently, there's been studies to show that a four-day work week actually increases productivity, it boosts morale, and it lowers absenteeism. So we'll see. I think it's a good idea. I guess you would have four 10-hour days as opposed to five eight-hour days. I like it if you got kids and everything. You know, school be closing every 15 minutes. I think it's a good idea. Let's try it. Come on, Microsoft, and get everybody on board, baby. The Democrats officially flipped Virginia blue as Dems score big. And they regained control of legislature. Speaking of Virginia, the young woman who went viral for being a cyclist who was riding by the President Donald Trump's motorcade and she gave him the finger actually lost her job because it went viral and her job saw it. She actually lost her job. She actually was one of the people who got elected to local office in VA. And so shout out to her in, in Virginia. Shout out. Sometimes you take your lemons or you make lemonade, baby. Facebook is actually, Facebook and IG, is actually banning the sexual use of eggplant, peaches, and the sweat drop emojis. But I don't understand that Facebook, because what if, or Instagram, because what if I like eggplants and peaches? I like eggplant peach salad, and it make me sweat when I eat it because it's so good like I mean I don't understand like you can take a picture of your booty on the counter top but you can't never mind never mind Lil Wayne might be engaged to an Australian Indian plus size model Leticia Thompson I had to google her because I had no idea who she was her name does not match her her appearance at all but she's very beautiful I was looking at her and she's a very beautiful woman so if that's true congratulations congratulations to Lowell Wayne and the Ravens actually stunned New England who was undefeated until Sunday when the Ravens said nah buddy we gonna beat y'all 37 to 20 is what it was Tom Brady is probably like you know what I'm a little bit too old for all of this since he was 20 years older then Lamar Jackson, who is the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. I, mm, Tom, I don't know Tom, baby. And Queen Latifah stole the show as Ursula in the live action version on ABC last night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And she was singing it. She was dipping it and doing it because the rest of, like Miss Wendy said, because the rest of that show was kind of like bland. And for a little girl who grew up on Little Mermaid, it was a little dry. It was real dry, like a Popeye's biscuit in your throat. And the only person that saved it was Queen Latifah because she was singing, Poor unfortunate soul. 
That was my song. She did good. And I'm proud of her. Proud of Queen. And in some somber news, a mom and her eight-month-old twins were actually killed in an ambush in Mexico. They were believed to be caught in the middle of, of rival gang attacks. And they perished in this incident. So did five other people. And it appears that the gang members actually lit the cars on fire. Uh, afterwards, uh, President Donald Trump actually sent out a tweet saying that he would be willing to help Mexico fight the efforts of these drug cartels in order to combat some of this violence. Now, he did not say in that tweet whether that meant troops on the ground. So my heart goes out to those families. There also was a 13-year-old boy who did survive who has shown to be a hero in trying to help save people. It looks like three cars may have been following uh, one another. So my heart goes out to those families. And in a little bit more happy news, Starbucks is bringing back the holiday cups returning on november the 7th i'm saying that like a movie november the 7th y'all you know how much i love starbucks november the 7th you can get your holiday cup and you can fill it with a holiday drink man come on come on i'm gonna bring you to church with it peppermint mocha baby eggnog lattes and that chestnut praline latte baby honey that is delicious and you guess what y'all Y'all can get a free, while supplies last in certain areas, a free, (laughs) a free reusable red holiday Starbucks cup. So you can save the environment on top of that. And if you go to Starbucks as much as I do, you need a reusable cup. Just saying. So that has been your top trends and topics of the week. We're going to move right on to Mr. Kanye West because Kanye, he dipping it and doing it. Okay. So Kanye, like Ms. Wendy say, he dipping in and doing it like Ms. Wendy say. Kanye West has a number one hit album. He hasn't had one of those in a minute. Not since he's gotten married, I think, or something like that. When he started dating Miss Kim Kardashian West, I think. I don't know. I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying I don't think he's had a number one album since her. But he got a number one album now. So that's all that matters, right? So Kanye West actually is hitting the charts with a gospel album, but I think he did register it on most of the charts as hip hop. So you actually have a gospel album on top of the hip hop charts. I have not heard it. Some people are saying that it's fire. Some people are saying that it's nah. I don't know. I haven't listened to it. I'm not a big Kanye West fan. The reason what we're going to talk about today It really is going to go to, I heard a lot of people just kind of like praising Kanye like he's a prophet. And I'm a little concerned by it. We talked about this a little bit last week, but there were some new things that actually came out. So Kanye did an interview with Big Boy where he went over in, in true Kanye West fashion, gave way too much information and talked about things that are completely irrelevant to the task at hand. So Kanye decided that he was going to out the fact that he got back $65 million in tax returns last year, despite the fact that he made $150 million last year. So how he made $165, how did he get $165 million on top of the $150 million that he already made? I, I don't know. I, somebody, somebody make it make sense to me. And why people, especially us black people, believe that somehow all of a sudden Kanye West is a daggone prophet. Okay, so 
Kanye is a man and in true fashion of being a man, he has his issues and flaws just like the rest of us. Nobody's perfect. I think my biggest issue with this is the same thing I said last week. You cannot put perfection on a person, right? And it's just a little scary that people just go willingly to follow somebody simply because they made a gospel album. It's a little concerning. So not only is he apparently somehow evading taxes and cheating the system, no wonder he loves Donald Trump, which FYI, I can't knock him for that because if it's, he's supporting the person that's in his own best interest. Jesus like, probably not because you would want to pay taxes because taxes help with roads and bridges and schools and hospitals and stuff like that. But put money back in his pocket and that's why if you're talking big numbers and money to me, I think you're kind of getting further away from the Lord. God doesn't care about money. And that's what I was saying, people saying like, cause in the interview, he said that he, people needed to see somebody who loves God with these big numbers to see that, you know, you can get these big numbers. No, God doesn't care about money. God can't use money. When you die, your money stay here. You don't take it up to heaven and give it to God. Money is man-made. God don't care nothing about that. And it doesn't mean you're any less blessed if you don't have the money, right? So it doesn't mean that God doesn't love you, which I was hearing people say, God really loved Kanye, look what he did. He went from being in debt to now he's making all this money. And somehow, you know, cause I got in an argument with a woman, not an argument, back and forth, disagreement about Kanye. And she was saying that people, cause it was an article that was posted that Kanye West was talking, using um, God for money or something like that. And she was saying like, headlines are sensationalized. And this is the system trying to break Kanye down because he's talking about God. And this is, you see Kanye, God really loves Kanye because look at all the success and money that he's got. And here's the thing. Like I said, money and God don't go together. They don't, the only reason you need money in the church is because you live in the world and the world wants money, not God. God and Jesus, they don't need money. They don't want money. Money ain't gonna do nothing for them. If you created the world, what you need was some money. You know what I mean? But the issue that I had with her is I said, yes, headlines are sensationalized because people wouldn't read them if they weren't. But this is on Kanye. So Kanye is the one that started talking about the money and talking about the $65 million. And I'm pretty sure the IRS heard that and went, hmm. And they started writing real fast because after a certain point, if you make a certain amount of money, you don't get tax refunds. You pay taxes. Like the goal is not to get a tax refund. The goal is not to owe taxes. Like that's the goal, right? So the fact that he's got that much money back and Kanye does donate to quite a few charities and things. So I don't know if this is tax write-off and I don't know if he got $65 million because of he turned his church into a 501c3. I, I don't know, but whatever the case may be, it's raising some eyebrows. Like, you know, tax evasion or whatever is not godlike. 
it's just not. So we let's let's not even do that. And then she was talking about like how he got out of debt and all of that. And the system put him in debt. And I was like, no, 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 no. The system didn't do that. Kanye did that. So Kanye put his own self in debt and then he got himself out of debt and you're praising him for doing something he should do anyway. We all should do that on our own. It's not just Kanye. So, you know, and now he's selling $55 um, brunch meals at his daggone Sunday services. And it's nothing wrong with a $55 brunch. No, 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 no. But that usually come with mimosas. It come with some, some other kind of juices and some beautiful waffles and pancakes. It, it didn't, it's not ego, you know? I mean, like, they literally got some, like, ego pancakes or whatever. And I don't even know if ego make pancakes. Whatever pancakes come frozen in a box and they cut a piece of bacon in half and gave everybody two bacon and that brown and serve patties. That ain't $55. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's selling stuff and y'all don't see this. Like, and why am I the only person to see it? And everybody make, trying to make me feel like I'm a bad person because I'm seeing this. I just see that he might have found God, but he also found profit. You know, like, I'm not saying, hey, don't knock him. People do it every day. But let's let this play out first before y'all start calling him a prophet and he's found Jesus. And I'm not going to say that somebody didn't because I'm no person to say no that he didn't. But let's wait because even Mace did this and then he came back. Like this hasn't even been a, like a, let, let's see if he did about three years or so and let's see what happens because we don't he's a very delicate soul. And, you know, like let's say in a couple months he don't want to do this no more. I think that will put a lot of pressure on him if people then they go back and so talking about how he phony and stuff so let's just let him go through this journey on his own and then we'll see what happened you know what I mean like let's let's just wait it out let's wait it out because he's real hip been real hypocritical like you know while he was making the album and this is what I'm telling people like he might have found God but I think that he's He's taking some of this stuff to the extreme. And you know when people, extreme people find religion, it usually doesn't end well. And so, like, when he was making this album, no one can have premarital sex. So he was weighing people nutsacks and carrying on because I don't know how else you would enforce that. And some I heard that's from somewhere. I don't know how true it is to see whether or not they had sex or not. That's, it's getting out of hand like that's that's radical man like you you can't do stuff like that and the fact that y'all keep praising him is I think it's pushing him further and further into this radical behavior and then you keep saying well why did Kanye say that because we let him because we uh we keep saying how amazing he is and he's talking truth and that's the part that scares me is because if you go back and listen to a lot of the stuff that he says it makes literally no sense like, me and Terry had this, shout out to Terry, by the way, uh, you know, watch his his podcast broadcast, Common Sense Show, and the, the Brothers Who Talk and all of that. We had an argument on, not an argument, but a back and forth on brunching, you know, because he would say, well, I, you know, I agree with some of the Kanye saying, he was saying, like, you know, when you're asleep, you agree that you're, when he was doing the James Corden interview, like, he was saying, like, in that interview, when you're asleep, you would agree that you're asleep, and James Corden said, yes. And he was like, and when you awake, you would agree that you're awake. And James Corden said, yes. And he was saying, Kanye is awake now. 
You know, that's what him saying, he, he's awake, he's awakened. I'm like, that makes no sense. That's, that's like saying when you, when you eating, you eating, right? Yeah. And when you're not eating, you're not eating, right? Yeah. I'm just saying when I, when I'm hungry, I eat. That it literally, it makes, it don't make no sense. It literally means nothing. And when you hear people that just talk to talk and they're not really, it doesn't make any sense. Believe your mind. It, you, no, it's not deep. It's not deep. It's not methodical or I, I didn't say that right, but we're going to move on. It's not deep. It's just him talking. Like, no, let it go. Let it go. Like his wife, allegedly, I heard this, I think on Unwind with Tasha K, is the ambassador for Pornhub. Like, how can your wife be the ambassador for Pornhub and you be the daggone trying to head off a church and which makes no sense. And then also he's never mentioned any type of scripture, never just his opinion about what he believes, but never God's word or Jesus word. Like, come on now, come on people, get it together. We, we let less, I'm not saying don't support Kanye. I'm just saying, take it baby steps, baby steps. But speaking of, taking some baby steps let's talk about Omarion's baby's mother April Jones so April Jones if you don't know who she is she is I guess you could say she's a model um model singer a songwriter but you probably know her best as Omarion's girlfriend, who was the front man of the legendary group back in the early 2000s, B2K. And she has children with him, two children, and now she is dating. She is currently dating his bandmate, because I'm not going to say that they're friends, because just because you are on a, a group together doesn't mean that you're friends he's dating his bandmate little fizz okay and so people are going after her one because they're saying that's kind of cruddy like you know you're gonna jump from your your man to his friend and all of that type of stuff that's kind of cruddy or whatever and so it's been a lot of just mess like she's going back and forth with little fizz baby mother monique slaughter they're all on love and hip-hop hollywood so you know that this drama is made for TV, right? Like, I, and a lot of people were saying it, but I'm like, I think it's all kind of drummed up for TV. But that's just my opinion. But the reason why I'm talking about her is because she actually said something that raised my eyebrows. And it brought to my attention that colorism is so alive and well that we don't even see it when it's happening. And even if you're the person saying it, you're not going to understand what, in the connection. So I was saw an article in BET and it was basically written by Moriba Cummings and it's K. Michelle Blast April Jones for the comment about exotic women. So the, the issue, the reason why I'm talking about her is because of her comments about exotic women and using that term to describe people. So basically here's what she said in the article. 
she was venting because of the whole ordeal and it's been just a mess. Like I said, she dating the baby father, friend, baby father, and the baby mother, mother, brother, cousin, mad, and whatever. So it's just a mess. And so people, this is what she said. This is what the article says. This is, these are her words. And I think she might've said this on the show. People really want to know where my vagina is landing. My vagina is happy. I am so happy. She's, she said this while venting to Lil Fizz or Drew. And it says Fizz was my friend. Okay, so the fuck what? We happen to fall for each other. Like, life happens. And the same people that got something to say are the same people that are fucking miserable. That are the same people like, why is she with him? Because they want to fuck me. The same girls are like, there's so many exotic women out here. Why couldn't you have fucked other exotic women, she continued. Because, like, they don't do it like me. And so, K. Michelle chimed in on Twitter and she posted, exotic women, question mark. And then she also posted, this bitch is a bird brain. She later deleted the tweet, but... I'm kind of on K. Michelle's side at this point. Okay, so here's the thing. Bump the whole crazy cruddy situation because I'm just like, girl code. Don't date your man's coworker. You know what I mean? Because that make that makes shit weird. That that's fuck money up. Don't do that. That's weird. That's weird. Girl code. Get your bag, baby. Secure that first. Don't be fucking shit up. Because once you in a band together. Now, you didn't mess everything up because now they ain't going to want to be around each other. It's just going to be kind of odd. It's going to be kind of weird. You know, I, I, I don't know why she did that, but whatever. And neither here nor there. But talking about the exotic part, and this is where the colorism side comes in. So what her talking about, it, if you don't know who she is, I think she's biracial. Her mother or father is Asian and somebody is African-American. So she, and I'm going to do this in air quotes, doesn't look like the quote-unquote typical, I guess, person you see if you Googled black woman on on Google, right? So she doesn't look like that person. So because she doesn't look like that person, she's considering herself exotic. And somehow by considering herself exotic, she's considering that she is somehow above the grade of other women, okay, that don't fit in this exotic mold. So... Here's the issue. The issue is, that's not what exotic means. So exotic is originating in or characteristic of a distant foreign country or attractive or striking because it's colorful or out of the ordinary, or it's it's of kind of not used for ordinary purposes or not ordinarily encountered or an exotic plant or animal. You do not describe people as exotic. I need everybody to listen to this. Do not describe people as exotic. Every single human being on this planet is different. And basically what she was trying to say is, I guess in long story short, is that she is different from other women. Whether she's she's talking about physically different, but we all look different physically. Even if you're an identical twin, you're going to look somewhat different. So use different. You know, because that's basically what that means. There is no typical black woman. 
there is no typical black woman. What they look like. We have different shapes, different sizes, different complexions, different hair textures. There is no typical black woman. And she's, she's, I would say she's younger, but I think she's my age. Uh, she's in our early 30s. But me as a young woman, I was also that ignorant, right? So when I was younger, and depending on the way I wear my hair or wore my hair, when I worked in retail many, many, many moons ago, when I was a teen, people used to always come up to me and they would say things like, oh, you are exotic. Or they would always say that you are, you're beautiful for a black girl or you don't look like you're black. Oh, you look like you, you're, you're biracial or you look like you're Indian or, or what are you mixed with? And I would always get those types of things. Oh, you look like you could be a Malaysian princess and all of these other types of things that I took as compliments. Not compliments, insults. Because basically what you're saying is black is ugly. And if you are a black woman, you would not be beautiful, which I am a black woman. Or if you looked like a black woman, you would somehow be less attractive. And those are the types of things that don't make any sense to me. And this is why we pretend like colorism doesn't exist, but it very much does. And so by her using exotic, somehow she is doing that in the sense of, okay, I'm, I I don't look black. I look something else. And because I, I look like I'm something else that somehow makes me more superior. Exotic is what you use to describe an animal. Back in the day when they were, when we were slaves, black people were slaves and they were exploiting us, they used that type of terminology to describe black women and to utilize and overly sexualize our bodies and use us as like a, a museum for them to look at us and, and, you know, in negative ways and make fun of us. So why would you use that same terminology today to describe you? It makes no sense at all. And I was like, and this is, these are the types of things that we've got to stop. Black is beautiful. White, whatever you are is beautiful. Every, if you white, you beautiful. Black, beautiful. Biracial, beautiful. It, it, every single person has the capability of being beautiful. It doesn't matter what race you are. There's no race of people where everybody is beautiful. We are all individuals. There's some people that's going to be cute. Some people that's going to be some not so cute. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. And beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So we've got to stop holding up these other types of characteristics, especially in the African-American community, as better. Can we can we not do that? Can we not do that? Because this is why this type of language and terminology gets passed down. That good hair bull crap. Good hair is healthy hair. If your hair healthy, it's good. I don't care how soft it is. I don't care how long it is. Healthy hair, good hair. Not healthy hair, bad hair. So, you know, because these are just things I want my kids to know. And I want people to stop using this terminology while K. Michelle deleted the post or the tweet. I don't know. But I actually agree with her on this instance. I think that you've got to be some kind of stupid to be still using that kind of terminology. And then using it in a positive way and think people are not going to look at it in a negative manner because you're describing yourself with terminology that you would use to describe an animal or plant. So 
make it make sense. But I guess when we dealing with love and hip hop, whatever, you know, anything goes, whatever, whatever. Now let's talk about Popeye's. And the reason why I'm going to talk about it is because you probably are going to see a post and it's going to be like, oh my God, what I like, like, why did you use this cover for this podcast? And on the cover, it's like this little piece of cloth that they used back in the day during Jim Crow. And it's a, what they call a Sambo eating a piece of chicken. And on the cloth, it says, show how a hungry colored boy would go for roast chicken. And the reason why I'm using it is because in Popeye's, they have a chicken sandwich talked about this when the chicken sandwich first came out that we especially as African Americans are taking this a little far and no I don't want to put race in everything but at this point we gotta do it and the issue is this it's that we as black people one of the number one leading cause of death is heart disease and high blood pressure and we are flocked in line for 45 minutes to get a chicken sandwich. Now, mind you, I was driving down the street. I saw lines coming out of a busy street just to park to get in there to get a chicken sandwich. We have people waiting 45 minutes in line to get a chicken sandwich. We don't even have people that will wait 45 minutes in line to go vote. You got some people that probably wouldn't even wait 45 minutes to go to the damn doctor. But you're going to wait 45 minutes to get a goddamn chicken sandwich and my Marylanders my Marylanders down in Oxen Hill Maryland <coughs> excuse me there was a young man who was stabbed and killed outside of a Popeye's because he cut in line and his name is Kevin Terrell Davis 28 years old he died in the hospital from a stab wound because he was kind of wheezing his way to the front. So he was trying to come up with a strategy so that he didn't have to wait. And he got in front of a man and a woman, which they have released the surveillance of that man and woman. And a confrontation ensued because of him jumping in front of them. In this confrontation, they eventually go outside And within 15 seconds of walking out the door, the man who Mr. Davis got in front of stabs him. Mind you, women, children is in this parking lot. Women, children are in this Popeye's, right? Families are just eating in this Popeye's. So now they're at large. They haven't caught them yet. You have a guy who got murdered over a chicken sandwich. As black people, the stereotypes about black people and chicken already runs deep. So what you're going to do is go out and do just ridiculous jigaboo behavior because somebody cut you off in a Popeye's. 
We've seen videos of people crashing their cars. Sambo behavior for fucking chicken sandwich. We've seen employees and Popeyes fighting each other. Fighting. Because of these fucking chicken sandwiches. Mind you. I'm going to need Popeyes to get it together. Because now we, we can no longer say McDonald's is the worst employees. I'm just saying. We can't say that anymore. It is no longer true. And then Popeyes, I blame you a little bit, just a little bit, because y'all knew these chicken sandwiches was coming back. You mean to tell me y'all gonna pre-made these chicken sandwiches, like have people come in in the morning, pre-make the chicken sandwiches, keep them in like a hot container or whatever, and when they start getting low, you make more sandwiches. So as people come, you can just give them the fucking sandwiches. Like, come on, Popeyes, you knew what the craze was. And mind you, they got a Cajun chicken that I wouldn't, or not chicken, a Cajun turkey. I wouldn't mind getting that Cajun turkey. But guess what? You ain't gonna see me in no goddamn Popeyes. No time soon. You ain't gonna see me in no goddamn Popeyes. I'm not waiting 45 minutes in line for no goddamn chicken. I'm not waiting outside. I'm not getting in no argument with nobody. I ain't crashing my car. None of that. And for the man who stabbed him, You stab somebody over a chicken sandwich, and I've seen people try to defend, say, hey, it wasn't about the chicken sandwich, it was about the disrespect. It ain't enough disrespect in the world, just of somebody getting in front of you that you couldn't talk through. You can talk through anything if you just use your words. Anything. All you had to say was, look, sir, standing right here. I know you want a chicken sandwich. I want a chicken sandwich. You know what I mean? But you in, you're getting in front of me, man. I don't know if you know. Or, or sir, I, maybe you didn't realize, but the line is back there. You know, this this is this is my space. Or my personal favorite, I make sure I talk loud enough so that the cashier sees that I'm next. So I put that blame on her. Like, that's on you if you don't call me next. But what I'm not about to do is... Now I'm going to catch a case because now they're looking for the woman and the man that was involved that got, that stabbed up over a damn chicken sandwich. What you would here for? Because I, uh, he cut me in line in the chicken sandwich. No. And even though if you said it's the disrespect, the only reason why the man was standing in the line and they had a special line specifically for the chicken sandwiches, standing in line for the chicken sandwiches or standing in line period is because he wanted a chicken sandwich so he was standing there waiting 45 minutes or so in the line for the chicken sandwich so if he hadn't been standing there for the chicken sandwich for 45 minutes he wouldn't have been angry enough to stab somebody over a goddamn chicken sandwich you know what i mean it ain't disrespect it was the frustration of i it was the frustration of when he looked up and he said you know what i've been standing in this goddamn popeyes for about an hour to get a goddamn chicken sandwich I must be out my goddamn mind. And that's the anger that started to boil over. So, yes, it's not about the daggone disrespect. It's about the freaking chicken sandwich. So, the next time you go into Popeye's and you think about crashing your car so somebody can't get in front of you, or you think about stabbing somebody or you go to work and going to lose your job because you're frustrated because there's too many people in the goddamn Popeyes. Just take a breath and think. Let's see if you're a black person. Is this a Sambo move? Is this making me into a stereotype or caricature that was used to denigrate and my people? Is this setting my people back? 
And if the answer to that question is yes, get the fuck out the goddamn Popeyes. I'm just saying, I just need you to mosey on down to Chick-fil-A, KFC, maybe not KFC because it was a lady that she was she was trying to stab people up because they didn't give her a fork and a spoon. So maybe not KFC, okay? Mosey on down to Chick-fil-A, churches got some chicken, you can go to Safeway, you can go to Giant, Whole Foods, they got whole rotisserie chickens in there, they even got frozen chickens in there. Make you a goddamn chicken sandwich at your house. Please. Stop setting us back. No more. No more. No more of this behavior. And if y'all stop going to Popeye's, maybe they might fix some of these issues that they got. Because right now they're just looking at profit. So that y'all can get a chicken sandwich when y'all need it. But I don't understand what the rush is about these chicken sandwiches. Because it ain't that good. I've had one. When it first came out, I got one. Mind you, I ain't waiting 45 minutes for jack shit. Especially not for no food. But nobody in there. I got me a chicken sandwich. And I went on about my day. I tasted it. And I said, I'm good. And I moved on. I need y'all to do that too. Please, please, let's move past this chicken sandwich. Please and thank you. And with that being said, this has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. If it's something you want me to know or talk about, let me know. Send me an email at lisa at leastwinnie.com. Like and follow, subscribe on Facebook and on YouTube under Millennials Anonymous Podcast. We would love to hear from you also on Instagram. And you can always comment and see what's going on so that you can get the notifications and everything. And I appreciate you guys for liking, subscribing, and loving the podcast. I've gotten a lot of good feedback recently. And so I'm excited about that. And I appreciate you listening. Come back again. Come back again, folks. So that you can hear some more mess from me coming up. But I appreciate you guys listening. And like I said, we are going to have a special drawing that is coming up. So I need for y'all to listen out for that too. Because we're going to might be giving away a little bit of cash flow. And you know, not a lot of it, but a little bit. You can get some gas or whatever. And we're going to do it like in an hour and everything. So if you cannot, you cannot be a part of that promo. If you don't like us and subscribe on Instagram or Facebook, you know what I mean? Or on social media. So do that. And then let us know how you feel about the podcast. Please give us some feedback. We love feedback here. Thanks again. Enjoy your week. Bye.